1: WWE Champion, and his name is Big E. Bobby Lashley looked unbeatable, unstoppable, unforgiving, had just defeated Randy Orton. And now, Big E rips the title from around his waist. He is our new champion. Big E laid out the warning. Two oh. drop with a crossbody. Oh. One, two, three, and it's over. Oh, the knee connected. Oh, wait, Charlotte's oh, open. Oh, Here comes Naya. Right when she had Charlotte on the ropes, looks like deja vu. And it's over the queen. Wow. With a pin in, in the, the center, center, center of the ring. The Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. There's a flammable right to the chin, to the cover. One, two, Virtually by himself. Can you believe it? Here are your winners the team of the Viking Raiders, and True McIntyre. Did she get it? There it is. <laughs> the submission is in. Natalya's in trouble. Can Rhea sustain the pressure? And Natalya, hold on. Oh, Rhea Ripley is cranking it. Is she gonna tag? Natalya fighting with and everything there she it has. is. Submission victory for Rhea Ripley. Here's your winner by submission, Rhea Ripley. Right on the side of last week oh, oh, yeah. That's it, that's it, that's it. All he has to do his cover. Just has to roll him over, get his shoulders down, and we have a new champion. But- Oh, MVP coming to the rescue of the Almighty.
0: He's right?
1: yeah. uh, oh, to Superstars. <laughs> <laughs> still can't take down Omos, are you kidding me? Both members of New Day in the clutches of Omos. Kofi to the outside, there goes Woods. How freakish is this dominance from Omos? He's clearing the ring to make room for whatever finish he wants. Oh! Nearly put Ali through the ring. One-handed getting it over with. Hand to the chest is all you need when you're Omos. T-Bar, AJ Styles, and OMAS! Oh, Priest now quickly trying to turn things around! Oh, reckoning. reckoning! Did he get enough of it? Lifted the leg It's over! Damian Priest retangible! Oh, oh, oh Seamus oh. all over Give him. me a break! Just after the pin. No rest for the weary, not when the Celtic Warrior is your challenger. Sheamus just battering the United States
0: champion. Uh, this and a
1: assaulting Jeff Hardy. bro kick to Hardy. This shows me how concerned, how worried Sheamus is about the threat of Damian Priest. It should show you how obsessed the Celtic Where Warrior is go, for go. getting his gold back. After a match like that, both superstars exhausted. Uh, uh, Sheamus uh, setting uh, it up. uh. Oh! Oh! Priest delivered a bro kick. Bliss! Bliss is livid! This thing escalated from weird to volatile! Oh. Charlotte Flair's coming back for more! Alexa Bliss is ready for more! I don't know if that's a great idea! Oh. Sending a message to the queen before Extreme Rules! I can't help but wonder, as creepy of a thought as it is! Could Alexa Bliss be the next Raw Women's Champion? That's it! It's gotta be over! Yes sir! WWE champion won in dominant fashion, but Bobby Lashley wants more. That's what the Almighty exists for—to remove all doubt. Oh, oh, geez. Geez. Bobby Lashley looked unbeatable, unstoppable, unforgiving, and just defeated Randy Orton, and now. He rips the title from around his waist. He is our new champion. Biggie laid out the warning.
2: Sexy Kevin Panetta, Mr. Sexy Time, what's crack a my my friend, what's going on?
3: Guess who's back, back again, sexy time, tell your friends. Indeed, <laughs> guess who's back, guess who,
2: anyway, <laughs> what's going on Kev man, how's it hangin' a... in Philly? Uh,
3: back to work, traffic's crazy around here again. Now the unemployment ran up for people
2: like everyone's working and it's like a madhouse around here well that's great to hear because over here no motherfuckers working COVID is running wild brother (laughs) and it's just fucking crazy man damn I mean seriously I'm fucking sick of this lockdown bro you know I've told you like I've told everybody man there's a curfew at 9pm bro but you know what fuck the curfew you know what I don't understand though Kev what's that How the fuck do our cases go up when everyone's at home, man? There's no one on the streets
3: after 9 p.m. I couldn't imagine. Well, I can imagine because that was like a year ago here, but I can't believe it's still going on. Excuse me, bro. Spank my ass and call me Charlie, bro. Yep, I'm I'm vaccinated, so I ain't worried.
2: (laughs) Anyway, let's move on to a raucous Monday Night Raw. I mean, dude, I'm not going to lie. I was actually pleasantly surprised, but... I mean, the start was pretty hot. The middle put me to sleep, and then the last quarter
3: was actually pretty good. What'd you think? I agree. It was a uh, a very average show, but like average for RAW nowadays is very good. You know, you're not expecting average. The first hour was entertaining, at least. And then, like you said, the middle. It's tough to watch the whole three hours. And then the end picked up and it finished amazing. Finished strong. Definitely Absolutely, solid man.
2: show for RAW well oh, yeah it was definitely solid and i love how biggie was pretty much saying even on twitter dude he was coming out saying he's gonna cash in his fucking money in the bank briefcase and i, like-
3: <laughs> I was expecting Sorry. it i was still expecting it not to happen i thought they we're gonna do like lashy couldn't continue or there's gonna be a dq i'm glad they followed with it though like this the, the uh, pessimist me right now always get me and then i'm <laughs> You know, because we're so used to being hurt and screwed over and disappointed. Dude,
2: just ask Triple H. I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope. Actually, then speaking of Triple H, before we get into the actual show, you've heard about his cardiac arrest, right, or whatever's going on, his heart attack, whatever it is. Yeah,
3: I was just reading. uh, Billy Graham posted on Facebook ripping him too. Like, what's he hiding? Yeah, it was so such a class move. Really, man, that's typical. That's
2: typical yeah. fucking, uh, what's it called, superstar Billy Graham. He always fucking bitches on his social medias, especially on Facebook. I don't know what that man's problem is, man. He's still bitter. Don't get me wrong, he was a superstar, no pun intended, back in his time. But that was before our time, Kev, just be real.
3: Yeah, and it's okay to have an opinion, but when it becomes to medical stuff, have some respect. You know, his family, his kids, maybe he just doesn't right. want you to know. He doesn't want the stockholders exactly. to know, to worry. On your business, Billy.
2: Right. Who the fuck are we anyway, man?
3: Yeah. And who fucks Billy? They're
2: not even friends. Like, why he, what do you need to know? Exactly. No, well, I 100% agree. And I don't even understand this guy, man. First of all, like, this guy can talk when he he's had how many cardiac arrests due to fucking B12 shots? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But anyway, my point is, now that apparently Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard have taken over NXT, have you... Have you seen any bit of NXT at all? I mean, has it changed yet? Oh, it starts. The change starts tonight. Oh, yes. That's right. It is tonight. Yeah. See, I chipped but, out because it's Wednesday morning over here. You know what I'm saying? So.
3: Gotcha. It's like, is that why Samoa Samoa really hurt? Or did they mandate that because they want new? Who knows?
2: He's not injured, so, bro.
3: Um, He did look gassed last time he was out there on his return against Cross, but he's probably not hurt.
2: I don't it's know, man. I mean, seriously, why announce it now? Why not? You know, when was his last match? His last match was that takeover, right?
3: Yes. When he got the so, title, it was the only match, yeah.
2: Right. So, fucking, how can he be hurt, man? Come on.
3: He he could have got hurt during that match, something small, you know. But I think they just want to start fresh.
2: Oh, man. I don't know if they. Well, that's what I think too, man. And which sucked. I'm a big Joe fan. I don't even know why he re-signed. And I hope Triple H gets can get back on his mantle, man, because huh, I'm not looking forward to this fucking 2.0 bullshit. Isn't it 3.0? Shouldn't it be 3.0 by now? It should be,
3: but uh, I guess they want to be like Ever-Rise. It's Fresh Star 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Radio <Rightio>, Vinny.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's move on to, to Raw. Raw. We get oh, wait, making these. Real quick,
3: who what's do you think is going to win the title tonight in NXT? <sighs> Chiampa, uh, LA Knight, and who's the
2: fourth guy? Right. Le- okay, let me put it like this. If it's really Vince's and Bruce's show, LA Knight is getting the title tonight. Mm-hmm. That's what I think, especially if it's Vince and Bruce running the show. He's their type of guy. Let's be let's be honest here, Kev. Don't you think?
3: Absolutely. I want LA Knight to win it. I, I'm, I'm more I'm more for an entertainment guy too. I have a feeling Pete Dunn's gonna get it though.
2: Mm, nah, it's gonna be LA Knight, man. Talking is trash. Talking like this, like
3: he always I has the Knight,
0: screen.
3: I think LA Knight might get drafted oh. in October though to the main roster. That's why I think he might not win. I think he might be well, called I don't up. Know,
0: but-
2: I think we got someone that wants to have an opinion on this. Is that that you, the hot star? It's brother. It's brother. Well, to me,
4: it's it's just Terry Belay. I'm smoking a doobie over here, brother. (laughs) And a cigar. I'm sitting in my lounge chair outside in Clearwater, Florida, brother. But what do you want? You fucking hit me up on my cell phone, dude. What do you want, Jimmy T, Mass Effect? I'm enjoying the goddamn Florida weather over here, brother. (laughs)
3: <laughs> have any Pasta Has Mania? To- Did you have Pasta Mania for breakfast?
4: That's right, brother. Pasta Mania, uh, that was at the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You know, dude. You can get <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. You can get lasagna meatballs, brother. You can get the Hulk Hogan special, brother. <laughs> Fucking comes with uh, every vitamin, uh, national, brother. Get you jacked and stacked, brother.
2: Well, oh, let, let you know. me ask you a question, Hulk or Terry, whoever I'm speaking to. do you like to wear the domeo green
4: that doesn't work for me brother i have no (laughs) fucking clue what you're talking about look it up bro
2: trust me it's it's mania all over fucking brother except i hope you don't go down on your girl my friend while she's on her rags you know what i'm saying
4: That doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> hey, you wanna fucking hold this corner? You wanna ask the or any fucking question you want? About back in the days when I was fucking running the show, brother, worldwide, I was number one, numero uno, on everybody's lips, brother. On the PW100, I guess I was number one a bunch of times, dude.
3: <laughs> How many
4: brothers hey. do you have, <laughs> Well, I got Brother Brutai, for sure. <laughs> he's over here he's in the lounge chair too brother <laughs> so
2: you only got one brother
4: brother well i gotta look up the wikipedia fucker <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what brother i don't think you had a brother but well, in saying that i don't think you did brother what maybe you did. you did who knows I don't know. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I don't know I'll tell you the who wasn't guy. my fucking brother. That son of a bitch. That fucking retard. Eric Bischoff. Oh. Yes, I said the R word. He was a fucking <laughs> retard, man. He let WCW go under with all his stupid decisions, <laughs> brother.
2: <laughs> Jesus, Hulk. You seem very bitter, man. I mean, but since this is Hogan's Corner right now, well, let me ask you a question. Okay, brother. Go ahead, mother. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What was, what was your thing
2: with you beating Yokozuna after Bret Hart won his WWF title back at WrestleMania
4: 9? The Canadian okay. listeners
2: keep freaking oh. busting my nuts, bro. They okay. want to know.
4: That's going to piss everybody off, but here's the, here's the answer, brother. Okay, so I was in the back, brother. It was me, Vince, Yoko, Bright brother. And Bright looks at Vince. I swear to God, this is out of my mouth. I wouldn't lie to your brother. And he said, you know what? I think Hulk Hogan should be the champion of the WWF, brother. Because I, I'm i a little afraid, brother. I'm a little afraid I can't do it. I'm not ready for the number one spot, brother. I think Hulk Hogan should run the show again, brother. Hey, Vince. You know what? You might have a point, brother. That's <laughs> why so, so I pitched the angle. You know, that stupid fucking angle. How, how's we gonna do it? He fucking... uh. He, Yokozuna beats him and then I run out there and now you fucking me, Yokozuna damn all the real, brother listen that was a real shit show what can I say brother damn damn
2: that's a shit show alright well let me ask you one more question that brother that's a shoot brother <laughs> oh, alright brother let me ask you one more question why did you always have to hug the WCW world title brother especially when you were Hollywood Hogan <laughs> what do you mean What do you mean brother? Well, you never wanted to let go of that thing, man. Why? Was it Creative Control? Was it Eric Bouchard because he's a retard?
4: Hold on, brother. Let me... (sighs) (sighs) That's a Cuban, (laughs) brother. That's a fuck. You (laughs) get (laughs) Cubans? I don't fucking think so. Well Hulk Comedian has the fucking connections with Fidel Castro, brother. And I get all the Cubans I want, brother. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, brother. They're cheering for Fidel, bro. Listen, brother. That's not like I won little hug, hug the title, brother. But who came in? Who came in to WCW and fucking made that legit company? Me, that's who. Fucking Mount Rushmore, Hulk Hogan, brother. And I came in there and I packed the fucking house, brother. They were going under. Did you know that, Jimmy T? <laughs>
0: oh,
4: I didn't know that, Hulk. <laughs> yeah, they were gonna they were gonna pack up shop, brother. Put it all in the truck and sell it on Storage Wars, brother. And Dave was gonna go, yep. Yeah. He was gonna, who was gonna buy it all up, brother. Yep. That fucking idiot, that fucking one. Where did that come from? Are you, Hulk? Are you a fan of Storage Wars? Yeah, it was a good show, brother. I would watch it, you know, with my family. and... That fucking moron, Dave, I hated that son of a bitch. I'd want to fucking get him, a choke slam him, and then hit him with a big boot, and a fucking drop the, drop the leg in one, two, three, brother. Because, you know, these motherfuckers, they don't know how to do a finish, brother. They hit you with a DDT, a huracurana, a pile Driver, a fucking Orange Cassidy leg drop, uh, I mean, a, a dropkick, brother. And they still kick out of the fucking finish. Well, that's just bad business,
3: you know, brother. Yeah, we got a question
2: for the Hulk before we let
3: Mr Hulk Hogan go. I just like when he shakes his finger at people like the Kevin Mutombo and he's like, No, no, no when he's talking up. That's right,
4: brother. Yeah.
2: He was first. He came in my yeah, was
3: first. He stole that, oh, man. What are you talking about?
4: 1984, Hulkamedia, man. When I fucking got that cheek, and he was on my fucking back. And I rammed him in the corner. And then he fucking fell. And then he got up. And I hit him with a big poop. And I dropped the leg in one, two, three. And I went in the pack. And even Andre the Giant was pouring champagne on me, brother. And that's... <laughs> you know what? That's uh, Hogan's Corner, brother. Uh, turbully has got to go. I'm over here with Brother Blue said. And we're going go to order a fucking shrimp cocktail, dude.
2: Tell, tell Butai that we say hi here at the PwC. But also, we'd like to hear him one day with his... Uh, <clears throat> and just as long as he doesn't cut out here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no uh, parent
4: either. <laughs> yeah. No problem. He's got his fucking uh, shears next to him, brother. I don't know what's that about. <laughs> hey, remember cool. that... One? Remember the one that fucking idiot broke his fucking face, brother, in a million pieces. <laughs> I heard it worked okay. at, uh, easy cuts now. That's <laughs> right, brother. Super cuts. Bye, right, brother. I gotta go. Terry <laughs> up. Uh, that was Mr. Hulk Hogan, everybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Terry and See, I, the listeners are giving us a round of applause from, for the Hulkster, brother. Nice. <laughs> nice. Absolutely. Anyway. Surprise, <laughs> Let's get into Raw, Kev. Let's get into it, my friend. First of all, Big E made his entrance with the Money in the Bank briefcase in hand. Big E stood on the broadcast table and played to the crowd. Order's music hits after that. He made his entrance along with Riddle. WWE Champion Bobby Lashley and MVP make the entrance after that. Big E stood in between Lashley and Orton and told him that he still intended to cash in his Money in the Bank contract. MVP says Big E picked the wrong night to show up. He said he laughs at Big E dancing around like an idiot. Just be honest, he looks like an idiot, too. He does, (laughs) but he's strong as fuck. He's a big boy, you know? Oh, absolutely. But he and Lashley are in no mood for it. MVP accused Orton of politicking to have the WWE Championship mood from Extreme Rules to Raw. I wouldn't wouldn't put it past him, let's be honest there. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't
3: anyway. think he cares. I think Vince politics for Randy more than oh. Randy politics for Randy. For sure. <laughs>
2: Definitely. Oh, can you picture Vince? would be like, oh, look at you, Randy. You're
4: looking better with age.
3: <laughs> anyway. Did you, like, you ever see Zoolander? When Mugado's like, that Hansel, he's so hot. That's Vince. Vince and <laughs> like, that Randy, he's so, he's so fucking hot. Get, put the belt
2: on him. Oh. oh, shit. Why can't I picture Vince playing with his fucking nuts while watching Randy? But Anyway. That's for – That's. I want to get that out of my head. That's for sure. Big e stands between Lashley and Orton and told him that he's still uh, – whoa, I already said that, didn't I? Yes, well, sir. Was I? He said he went into to who he needed to go to, told him what he wanted, and when they asked if he said it, it's because he's Randy frigging Orton, that's why he crowd, got his total.
3: Crowd pop big time for that. They love him, dude. I'm not going to
2: yeah. lie. And I'll be honest. I used to hate Auden for years, dude. I couldn't stand him. But you know what? Ever since he's gotten, you know, say to his mid-30s, and now I believe he's like 40 or 41 or something like that, he's like a fine wine, bro. I'll give him that. I think he's much better now than he was even back then.
3: Oh Well, now he's working on the mic, but I always loved him. I thought he was great. I don't think he was ever like the guy. They always had like somebody right above him. But I, right. I was always a big fan of him. I even liked his legacy Absolutely. dates with uh, Cody and them. I always loved right.
2: him. Right. Oh, man, remember that. I could picture Orton going to AEW one day, though. I don't know why. I can just I would have liked it. to have
3: seen it, but they offered him so much money to stay and, like, so little dates where I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him either, man. And, and, shit, he's earned it anyway, dude. Yeah, 14-time world champion, and Absolutely. he's over one of
2: the two guys. Absolutely. MVP called Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods clowns. He said he thought Big E would be the first to, to become a world champion. He said Big E leveled up by winning Money in the Bank on SmackDown. MVP played up the possibility that Big E is afraid of Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, but he says, I'm not, Lashley said. Auden said it only takes one RKO to bring Lashley to his knees. Auden said that's exactly what would happen when he becomes a new WWE champion. Biggie said he would cash in on Auden and become the new WWE champion. Lashley said he would take pleasure in beating Auden all over the ring. Lashley told Biggie that if he comes anywhere near him with the Money in the Bank contract, he'd shove it so far up his ass that he'd be able to taste the fine print. Hoo hoo. Mm-hmm. Biggie held up the briefcase, which Lashley swatted out of his hand. Auden dropped Lashley with an RKO. Graves said we'd have a new champion if Auden hits the move during the match and that was that what do you think of the whole sort of promo man
3: that was a very good opening segment and it didn't go on too long too like uh it wasn't True. like a 25 minute segment which helped us a lot the crowd helped Absolutely. to get behind randy uh new day so over too that helped a lot um yeah it was a very very good uh, opening segment the best one in a long time for monday night raw I can see
2: that. I can see that, and like I said, I was pleasantly surprised by this raw up until we get to our number
3: two. But we'll get there.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty good opening, no doubt. Yeah, big issue with the raw. Like even if a segment's going good in the beginning, it just goes on ten more minutes. Like they're trying Dude. to like fill out three hours instead of like making the segment as good as possible. Get to the point. Get out. Perfect. Keep doing stuff like that.
2: Absolutely, man. I mean, like I said, I can't I can't fault this segment except. Oh, man, anything, like I get it, you know, okay, bro, and all that. It's cool, it's funny, but you can so tell fucking Riddle's son to get to fucking ordin, let's be honest, bro.
3: I kind of think they're just telling Riddle to try to like crack Randy.
0: Like yeah, try to make
3: I think I think it's like a like a like a rib. So, like, yeah, keep going. Randy like shakes his head like you've gone too far. Well, look at Big E, man, he was
2: cracking fucking Lashley all night, dude, when you think about it.
3: Yeah, definitely. And then uh <laughs> Lashley, Lashley did take a lot more licks than usual today. True, he
2: did. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, anyway, we moved to a backstage segment where Sarah Schreiber or Schreiber approached Charlotte Flair and asked about Shayna Baszler's confidence that she can beat her. Flair said Baszler will never get to her level if she continues to be dragged down by dead weight. Flair said she is the very best in every way humanly possible. Flair said her reign. Will last forever, and then made her entrance. Don't lie, fucking Charlotte, please. What do you think of the segment,
3: Kev? It is what it is. Um, I dislike Charlotte, but that's a good thing. I think she actually is the top heel in the company. Absolutely, by a mile, actually. I think when it comes to to being the heel, definitely. It's it's not go away heat. It's respect heat. You know, like I dislike her. That's a good thing.
2: Do you think they've given her the WWE Championship or the Women's WWE Championship? So she stays with WWE because her daddy's obviously going to sign with AEW, 100%. Her man is already there. I mean, can you see her moving over there in future? I think she will go over there
3: the second her contract is up. I do I think agree,
2: so. man. I agree 100%. Same with Kevin Owens. Same with Sami Zayn. Same with Finn Balor. You think Finn Balor? Absolutely. I'm not sold on that just yet, bro, to be honest with you, man, because I think he's getting a pretty good run right now on SmackDown.
3: Then he, he's going to lose as the Demon next. and Then where does he go oh, from he there? Will. Right. He will lose as the Demon, 100%. There's a reason why guys ask to go to NXT, you know, because they they're aren't they're happy, but they don't want to admit it, you know, or they feel that right. company's not behind them. Absolutely. No, it's
2: true, man, but – I doubt uh, wrestlers would want to go to NXT right now, dude.
3: <laughs> Unless they're like a like a low card guy that's fears of getting fired, you know, like uh, Humberto Carrillo or something. That would be a good move for him. Yeah, true, no doubt. We get a little
2: sort of another backstage segment as Baslam made an entrance without Nia, and then footage aired from earlier today of Jackson Baszak bickering backstage, but that moves on to the first match of the evening. For the which we have, Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Shayna Baszler in a non title match. Yes, and guess what? They are still using the silly championship contenders match slogan. I don't know why. But I anyway, you. I know it's stupid, dude. It's
3: just a way yeah. that they don't have to say it's a rematch or something. You know, they, they're just changing the word. I mean, every time they want to do I like
2: get a. You. Uh, yeah. No, I totally get you. And that's typical fucking WWE in their stupidity, man. Like thinking like. We don't have a clue what the fuck's going on. But anyway, it is what it is, true. Well, you there, Kev? Yeah, yeah, I was
3: waiting for you to Oh, uh, I
2: thought you broke. Don't worry. No, all good. Anyway. Oh, uh, Flair performed an early dive over the top rope onto Baze later ringside.
3: The crowd cheered yeah. for that, surprisingly.
2: Right. Absolutely.
3: Op- I, that, I was shocked oh, on that. I thought that were pretty
2: stiff, man, in this match, in a way.
3: Uh, well, every Shayna and I have met Jack. Anytime they're in a match, it's a little stiff. And Charlotte's been stiff lately, too. I think it's part of her gimmick where she's, like, angry and the fans know yeah. that I like it a little better.
2: I'm sorry, it like, mustn't, be, mustn't be satisfying you, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> yeah, when uh, when matches are stiff, it kind of seems more realistic, to be honest, when it's, like, <laughs> you don't look like you're working together. It's, uh, right, to it's, right. more, it's more realistic, unless it's, like, like mean like you're it's like a it's stiff to be an asshole. but this seems like planned <laughs> and it looks better to me it looks more <laughs> realistic absolutely dude absolutely but anyway we
2: move on Prefer uh we get an ad actually which i want to touch on about uh starting october 1st on smackdown and concluding on october 4 on raw we're
3: getting the draft nice i can't wait uh i wish they should do it after survivor series though but Yeah, I can't wait with that. Definitely freshen things up is always a good thing.
2: I know how stupid is that, right? Why not just wait till Survivor Series is over and then go into the
3: draft? But I don't know. It's WWE logic for you. Just like Money in the Bank, every year should be right after uh, WrestleMania too. Right. I mean, I miss the days that Money in the Bank was on WrestleMania, dude. Ah, that made the pay-per-view. Like if it was a bad card, you'd always rely on the Money in the Bank match stealing the show. 100%, man. A highlight of WrestleMania for the most part, except for like the big match. No doubt, I agree 100%. Well, Flair performs a flatline into the turnbuckle.
2: Baszler ended up at ringside. Flair performed a top row right moonside onto Baszler on the floor. Nia made her entrance dressed in non wrestling attire. Baszler tripped a distracted Flair and sent her face first into the ring steps. Flair targeted the knee of Baszler. Flair went to ringside and told the jacks for the moment, which was funny because she gave us sort of chops. Like you know, the DX chops or the Scott Old chops. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Which is kind of weird too, because it's so like not classy. That's very unqueen like Charlotte.
3: She did it last week too, when uh, that, during that fake shoot with Naya too. She gave the the crotch chop at her. What's 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 up with that man? I mean, <laughs> why the crotch chop? <laughs> she's just trying to be edgy. Where it's she's trying to make you think it's a shoot, you know, because you're not right. supposed. to. Uh, it's, it's it's I like it. I, mean, I yeah, couldn't help but,
2: Right. Well, I couldn't help but notice there was a lot of kids in the crowd tonight, man.
3: Uh, it's WWE. There always are, and then there's a lot of grown adults wearing John Cena shirts, which is pretty funny <laughs> in the <hat>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man, talk about fickle, right?
3: <laughs> anyway, <Talk about> virgins
2: and <laughs> yeah. neck beards. But anyway, Flair targeted the knee of Beza. Flair went to ringside and taunted Jax for a moment. Back inside the ring, Beza caught Flair with a knee to the head. Jax climbed in onto the apron, which distracted Beza long enough for Flair to hit her with a boot to the head and then score the pin. Flair defeated Shana
3: Beza in around about 14 and a half minutes in a non-title match. What do you think of the match? Well, first I'd like to say the uh, Nia, or Nia Jax climbing up onto the turnbuckle. There were four women's matches tonight, and that same thing happened in three of them. True. In the same sort of corner too, I believe. Same spot. Yep. Same spot for the camera to catch it. So it was okay here, but uh, by the third time tonight, I'm like, can you guys come up with something else? It's always have to face the fucking hard camera side. If you notice, I don't even use the turnbuckles on the hard camera side, if you know what I mean. It's better for TV, but just don't. Book the same thing three times, like, on the same show, you know? Well, who's the agents for these matches? I don't know, man.
2: Is it fucking Jamie Noble? I don't know. But obviously well, –
0: three different
3: agents. They just got to talk to each other, though, you know? And right. make sure they know
2: but, but the agent is supposed to be the guy that sets up the match and how it's going to go if you get my drift.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying if there's a different agent for all three matches, they got to talk to each other and make sure they don't have the same Oh, oh yeah, Definitely. Absolutely. was always agree. a problem with AEW. They they book the same thing on every show. They wouldn't talk to each oh, other, wow. they'd get better at that too.
2: Well, I hate to say it, but when you've got a agent who's sort of losing his memory, if you get my drift, I, I think that's bound to happen. Doesn't he have doesn't de Malenko have Alzheimer's or some shit?
3: He might. He might. He's not looking he's looking older. I mean, I don't want to say not well, but
2: Right. Well he does talking. look not well, let's be real, too. Yeah. Oh, it is what it is. But then we get Alexa Bliss making her way to the ring with the Lily doll and the gift box. <laughs> Once in the ring, Bliss said she got uh, Bliss a gift for accepting the total match at Extreme Rules. Flair said Bliss doesn't know doesn't know her or something like that. It told her, wait, wait, hang on a minute. Where am I? Accepting the total match at Extreme Flair said Bliss doesn't know her taste. Flair said she doesn't collect dolls. Bliss told her to, to loosen up and have some fun for once. Bliss and Flair went back and forth with a yes and no regarding whether she should take the gift, which prompted her, the desired yes chant, <laughs> followed by an open it chant. Flair opens the box and Liddy-style doll is inside with a mini title belt. Bliss said the doll's name is Charlie and looks exactly like Flair. A Charlie chant broke out. How cute. Bliss said she wanted to give Flair something to play with once she takes the title from her at extreme rules. Flair said Bliss was crazy if she thinks she would take her title. She said she would have Martel send Bliss an action figure once she gets lost up inside a padded cell. Flair threw the Charlie doll at Bliss's face, then Bliss attacks her. Flair went for a knee shot, but Bliss avoided it. Bliss eventually performed a code red on Flair and then held up the Royal Women's Championship bout. How mean was that Canadian destroyer, by the way, dude? Yeah,
3: it was sick. That was pretty sick, man. And I uh, and I don't know. Do you think uh, was, Alexa has a chance? Like that was more like an SOS than a Canadian Destroyer. But, yeah, it was pretty sick. It was still like, Oh, the SOS is kind of from the side, though, if you get what I mean.
2: Yeah, but the, the Canadian Destroyer is, like, jumping into it. Yeah, but you need – It takes two to tango to do that move anyway, bro. Definitely, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, I
0: mean, you can't do of, it on your own. Uh,
3: do you have 40 bucks on you? Why is that? <laughs> Cause on wwbshop.com, you can now buy Charlie <laughs> dolls for thirty nine point ninety nine already as a last, no, last name already as a last
2: name. Damn, dude! I was thinking if someone threw that in the crowd,
3: that'd be worth a mint, dude. Definitely, but now you can buy Meth Head Charlie doll for thirty nine point ninety nine. Not saying oh, no, Meth Head, okay, doll. 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 Oh, oh I'm like oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, <laughs> Kib, come on man <laughs> well anyway uh, what would you think of the overall segment anyway man
3: this segment didn't go as i thought it was so that's good um i, I would have preferred charlotte to grab the box and just stomp on it because i didn't think her character would open that unless she just l- literally true. threw it at alexa right away it would have been better that's if she true. did stomp on it alexa opened up then you saw the charlie doll but I guess Charlotte wants that. Or I guess uh, Charlotte wants that merch money, so she opened it so she can get some of that uh, forty dollar commission uh, toy money. You know, so I guess that's why Charlotte went through with the, the the part of the act. And then, uh their feud will be okay as long as it doesn't be isn't too supernatural.
2: Yeah, I mean, I still see. I'm going to go with Charlotte winning though. Hopefully. I hate how Alexa Bliss right now is kind of the Bray Wyatt of WWE. If you get my drift.
3: Yeah, um, it does come off like she stole the gimmick, even though it was organic how they added her in. It just sucks that he got fired, and then uh, she kept the gimmick.
2: Yeah, that's sad, man. Well, we move on to McIntyre standing in the ring looking at the entrance stage coming out of the break um, when he was attacked oh, by Mahal, via and Schenke. Sorry? I'd like to say, what's up, to
3: Mr. Gato? What's up, El Gato? El Gato, what's cracking? What's cracking? Orale, Holmes. Yeah, the cat.
2: <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he, McIntyre gets attacked by Mahal, V and Shanky. And then we get the Viking Raiders running out, chased off the heels, and the referee checked on McIntyre and then the start of the match. So we get match number two between Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, versus Jinder, Mahal, via and Shanky. McIntyre tagged in early and worked over all three opponents. McIntyre performed a spine bust on Mahal, but Shanky had made a blind tag and hit him from behind. McIntyre came right back and performed a Claymore kick on Shanky and then pinned him for the one, two, three, and Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders are go over in around about not even two and a
3: half minutes. What the fuck was this, dude? Well, first I was excited that the Viking Raiders got a spot with Drew McIntyre. And then they didn't do it which sucks <laughs> and then uh i'm done with veer and shanky get rid of them <laughs> jeez actually like uh I wrote, I wrote in the group chat i'm like i need a moment of silence guys i gotta pay attention because veer and shanky are on tv right now oh
2: god and get no, them get them send them back to india yeah i said
3: absolutely it. no charisma
2: <sighs> no charisma yeah, no charisma absolutely no charisma they're just shit, dude if they can get on fucking television then so can we yeah, uh, well, if we were taller, but yeah. Well, wow, right, right, absolutely. Hey, who are you calling short, bro? <laughs>
3: I'll are <tell> you. <laughs> I'm 5'10". <five ten. laughs> All right, I got, I got an inch on you. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, we just disclosed our heights, to everyone. But anyhow, anywho, we get Big E reunited with, the, with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Biggie asked Kingston for advice. Kingston hyped up Biggie before saying he already knows what to do and doesn't need his advice. The trio sang, hey, we want some pussy. That's we what they should have said. We want some
3: new day. Hey, no, we
0: don't. We want
2: some new day. <laughs> no, awesome. no, 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 no. No, we don't. We don't want some new day. Please. We want some <laughs> pussy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you think of that little thing? Did you like that little segment?
3: Yeah, them singing that song, and like I, 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 know what the actual song is too. Made it, that was awesome. They uh, were able to slip that past Vince and Bruce, and you know, be able to say that. And then well, I actually cool. love that uh, New Day Rock shirt, the Wolfpack shirt. Yeah, like, you just took the words out of my mouth. I actually was gonna
2: say that's a mean shirt, bro. I actually wouldn't mind it. And speaking yeah. of shirts, we've got shirts too, bro. At redbubble.com. and just look up PWC Network, and you'll find some of our. Merchandise moving on up, Kev.
3: Hell yeah, we'll get some sexy time <laughs> here coming soon.
2: Yes, absolutely. Sexy time, I think, will sell millions, bro,
3: <laughs> and millions and millions of panetta's fans. Anyway, hey, but, uh, you, real quick, on back to the that New Day Rock shirt. Uh, did you see uh Kofi's Instagram post about it? No, yeah, uh, I did it. He actually had uh he bought like a uh, like, – uh, what are they called? Like you make his look – to make you, look, you make it taller. uh What are they called? You step on them. You walk on them. Stilts. He actually yeah. bought stilts yeah. that you like like uh, supposed to be able to do flips on and stuff. So he was going to come out like Kevin Nash but actually be like seven foot tall. And he was going <laughs> to try to do like a flip. But when really? he was training really? on it, he kept getting like shin splints. He's like, no, nah, I can't do it. But he wow. had a design for him and stuff. It would have been awesome. He couldn't pull <laughs> it would have been.
2: If he could pull it off, but unfortunately it seems like he didn't. He tried. We'll give him an A for trying.
3: Yeah, it was hurting his like calves and stuff, trying to like walk on it and then trying to do a flip on it. <laughs> cool. That's funny.
2: Well, we move on to the to the next match as US champion Damian Priest made his entrance, and we move on to our number two. And before that match started, we get Jake Maverick showing up again and told them that their plan was not the problem. It was their execution. Maverick walked away, and then Truth and Tazawa went back to face back to face again each other. A priest pre tape aired where he spoke of facing shameless and Extreme Rules, but faces someone in Jeff Hardy, who he truly admires. First, Hardy made his entrance for the U.S. title match, and that moves on to match number three between Damien Priest
3: versus Jeff Hardy for the U.S. Championship. What do you think of the segment? Well, before you uh, start with this match, they want us to cheer for Damien Priest, right? Right, but he was so heelish, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I know, and he's fighting against Jeff Hardy, so you're not gonna get cheered. Exactly. And so, like, that's exactly what, what happened. Yeah, what the hell is the booking here? Like, why would you? I, th- I bet you they watched. Uh, they're like CM Punk fought Darby Allen, so <laughs> watched, like uh, Damian Priest will fight Jeff Hardy because the internet loved that. Why wouldn't they love this? They don't realize that nobody wants to to not. Everyone loves Jeff Hardy. Everyone wants to cheer Jeff Hardy. Right. Absolutely. And you know what else I was confused
2: about? I even made a comment about this to my significant other, right? I was mentioning, is Shameless a babyface too right now?
3: No. he No, I could see him trying to move that way. They might be trying to change that, but as of right this second, no.
2: Well, it felt like three babyfaces pretty much in this match, dude.
3: Maybe because uh, the draft's coming up, maybe he's going to get drafted and they're trying to work on a new character change possibly. Ugh, God. Well, cool, to me... To me. Commentary here, too. He's like, so how much oh, longer yeah. is that, that face mask medically prescribed for you for protection? <laughs> it has been a long time.
2: time. <laughs> I also want to touch... You know what else I noticed about fucking uh, Damien Priest, a.k.a. formerly known as Punishment Martinez? I think that- he would be a great fucking heel, man. Cause he's got he this, He's got this sort of... Uh, you know, like the, what was that fucking murderer fucking in, in California, bro? The, the Night Stalker. He kind of reminds me okay. of the Night Stalker, bro, with the fucking fucked up teeth. He, well, he, he was, really needs some teeth work, bro.
3: Sorry, He was Damian. kind of a heel when he started in NXT, but they loved him so much where he became a face right away. But right. Now he's kind of well, like a cookie cutter face, and I think he was better as an edgier kind of character.
2: Absolutely, and you know what, man? He's one of the very few that can say he succeeded from NXT to the main roster. I mean, just look at him. He's 6'8". He looks great. Yes, that rhymed. And why wouldn't Vince or Bruce
3: not push him on the main roster? Well, yeah, he did. So did Matt Riddle. There's two guys right there that that succeeded. Oh, yeah, even Riddle, absolutely. I mean, shit. Like, dude. It's like two of the three belts right there, you know. Absolutely true. Uh, Biggie Big e was in NXT too. There's all three champions are from NXT. Right, but
2: by now he's well and truly established, though. If you know yeah. what I mean, long before. Yeah, like he doesn't even like. Even though I remember, you know, when he used to do that five time and bang his chest, you know, Biggie Langston days. <laughs> yeah, he's a totally different character now. He's completely different, man. I was actually hoping we'll get to the main event, but I was actually hoping that he'll do one of those chest pumps, you know, at the end of the show, if you know what I'm saying, just for a little throwback, but he didn't, unfortunately.
3: I don't think they had time, and he was just too caught up in the emotions of it, you know. I I thought he was going to cry at the end. Well, it looked like he was kind of crying at first, dude. Yeah, and then I think he caught his composure.
2: True. I mean, fuck. I mean, it happened on Raw. I don't know why they do this on Raw. Maybe it's, it's the AW effect. Who knows? More than likely. I mean, come on. They're feeling the pressure right now, WWE. If they're not, I don't
3: even know what to say. My sources tell me that they're claiming it has nothing to do with AEW. My sources yeah. say it's all because of, uh, they wanted – because they knew they were competing with Monday Night Football this week. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I do not believe that, but that's what my sources told me.
2: Yeah, rightio. Well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of sources, we move right along to match number three – between Damian Priest and the charismatic enigma himself, Jeff Hardy, for the United States Championship. Mark Rome delivered in-ring introductions for the title match. Sheamus then comes out before the opening bell and joined the broadcast team. Priest knocked hard apron with a big foot, then performed the move from the middle rope onto him. Priest got up and jawed with Sheamus. We get another ad, by the way, for that fucking NXT 2.0 and they were touting the four-way championship for the vacant NXT championship. Late in the match, Hardy went for a twist of fate, but Priest avoided it and performed a clunky version of the reckoning and scores the pin. Damien Priest defends his United States championship and defeats Jeff Hardy in around 11 minutes and 20 seconds. I actually didn't mind this match, Kev. I thought there was a few potatoes thrown at first too, man.
3: Yeah, I thought this might have been the match of the night. It was a very good match. He, uh, Damian Priest, had a nice like uh, spinning Enziguri that landed kind of weirdly, but actually looked better too.
0: It was right, a pretty good absolutely.
3: match. No, I think minus, you're right. minus the booking of it, like it was dumb that they're wrestling each other. If you want Priest, to, if they want to keep Priest to face and get over, this isn't the kind. No the guy, one you gave know, a but, shit. No yeah. one gave a shit about Priest, bro. Everyone was just Hardy, Hardy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when the crowd's behind you, it makes you feel like a bigger star. You know. That momentum definitely, is man. Yeah, I Absolutely, love this match.
2: Bro. More matches like this. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And, but then we go from a great match to an Ash match.
3: Kev. At least, at least Rhea Ripley looked good tonight.
2: Dude. Rhea Ripley? Oh, Rhea Ripley definitely looked good. And that reminds me, speaking of Rhea, we move on to match number four between Nikki Ash with Rhea Ripley versus Tamina and Natalia, which was surprisingly a decent match. I don't want to get full deep into it, but it was actually
3: surprisingly a not bad match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, minus the one thing up on the uh, – didn't they go up on the turnbuckle this time too, somebody? Like Rhea did or somebody? Like one of the three of the four? I, I believe they did, yes. Yeah. I didn't write it down which three matches were. But I remember taking notes. But yeah, it was a solid match. Natalia always has solid yeah. matches.
2: Well, Rhea Ripley gets the win and defeats Natalia,
3: which was a not
2: bad match. Quite possibly, oh. maybe the second best match of the night so far. Do you agree, oh,
0: Kev? Real
3: quick. Uh, real quick. Didn't Natalia's tits look like bigger than usual today?
0: <laughs> to they be honest.
3: big like for her body, like she was going to fall face forward like a seesaw. <laughs> Fuck.
2: Like a seesaw. Yeah, Jesus like she was like. Christ, Kev. Are you saying her properly? tits weigh more than her?
3: Yeah, they look good. It looks like they pumped them up like <laughs> the seen Cena like Reeboks or the, the pump shoes. Oh, She's getting <laughs> pumped up on the fucking tits, bro.
2: Hey, you know what, I man? I it. still collect Reebok pumps, man. Nice. You should so, collect her. Ooh. Unfortunately, I'm taken, bro. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, Natalia. I believe our, our friend a Brown is the one that wants Natalia, my friend. William Alicia wants to tell oh, you. Sorry. No, he to wants to, to tell you his sister. As a matter of fact, apparently she's the better one. Uh, I think I'll take both. Oh,
0: <laughs> <Bu-bu-bu-bu-bu-bu>.
2: <laughs> tag well, team. well, we move on to our number three and we get a mace and T bar sort of
3: section. I mean, why, why are these guys even a thing still? You know I'm the only person in the whole internet wrestling community that likes Mason T-Bar. <laughs> oh, man, come the only on. One. I hate their names. I hate their names, but I like them, and I like their stupid-ass, corny uh, promos too. Well, before we move on to the next match, I wanted to get your thoughts on something, Kev.
2: Shoot. Fire away, buddy. Did you see the PWI top 500?
3: Yes, I did, and Roman Reigns got ripped off. Roman, Roman, like, Roman Reigns Sorry. got ripped off. Yeah, Roman Reigns got ripped off. He deserved that.
2: Well, everybody knows I'm in the biggest Kenny mark, right? And even I will say that Roman got ripped, man. I mean, how the fuck is he not number one, dude?
3: Like, how, he hasn't lost. Fuck? Right. He beat everybody. Like He had the best year ever. He's booked strong. He's booked stronger than Kenny. Like Kenny got pinned by Christian yeah. King. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I, I no, think, you're right. I think Kenny would trade positions, not positions, but he would trade the bookings <laughs> if, uh,
2: right now. I think he would trade positions quite possibly, Kev. Wink, wink. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha.
3: <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the top look, 10 man. was better than usual, but uh they got it more right than usual, but Roman Reigns got ripped off. Kenny should Locker have been number 10. two, Roman number one.
2: I, could, I would even say, yeah, Kenny number two and then Lashley number three, Roman number one. Definitely, bro. 100%. No doubt about it. I was actually shocked that Kenny
3: got number one again, bro. I was like, what? <laughs> makes you think, does like, uh, does like TK like make a little donation or I guess it's just too oh,
2: many. Man, I hope not because the PWA, the PWI 500 is a big deal to, to, to pro wrestlers apparently and uh, I mean, it's been a thing for how many years, bro? Yeah, The Miz got number
3: one one year, the year he was like a headline WrestleMania, I believe.
2: Well, at the time, I'm sure he deserved it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, what what competition really was there at the time? TNA? (laughs) Uh, Cena, probably. Right, but I'm sure Cena won it 10 out of the fucking last 20 for, you know. I can't remember, but, you know, you, you get what I mean.
3: Uh, I think he won, like, three. Seth Rollins won two of them. Now Kenny Omega won two. And I think there was, like, one other guy that won multiples, I think. Interesting. Well, we
2: move on to match number six between Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Mustafa Ali, and Mansoor versus AJ Styles, Omos, Mace, and T-Bar in an eight-man teabag match. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's how I saw it. And I just want to say, this match went a lot longer than it should have, bro.
3: Yeah, I'll be honest too. Like I started zoning out this match too. I was ready for like a, a more meaningful match. Right. It was funny. Uh, uh, and like the, the the entrances were too long for this match too. I think that kind of took me out of it. It was funny seeing Mansoor trying to dance with the New Day and Ali getting uh, pissed about it. I
0: was geez, like watching geez, it.
3: I was like tweeting like stuff, you know.
0: <laughs>
3: I'll be honest, was,
0: dude. I was it's zoning
3: inconce- out. Yeah, this match is inconsequential. Uh, I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I was looking on Twitter here too, and I noticed that somebody tweeted that the tag team we always thought they should make finally made a tag team on main event. Uh, Carrillo yeah, and Garza the team, and against the Lucha House Party. So it looks like uh, they're going to make uh, Carrillo and Garza the team finally. Which I'm, you know, I'm the biggest Garza fan. So hopefully absolutely. they, uh, hopefully they kick ass. They could have a good tag division. Mansoor and Ali are great together. They could, they could, if they book the tag team's better they could have a pretty good division right now and I hope they do but the oh, th- I don't great. care about four and four matches
2: right but will these guys get pushed though as a legitimate threat
3: probably not no one does unless <laughs> it's a meetup up tag team you know right and that's the fucking and that's the
2: part that bothers me bro but that's WWE for you man and and see why was this match even necessary? What the fuck? I mean, what are they doing with AJ Styles now as well, man? Uh, I mean-
3: he could have been such a value in the main event scene like this whole year with Lashley because the, the scene was so lacking. You know, there weren't many yeah, competitors. I agree.
0: He, I would agree. Have
3: been so he would have freshened it up whenever you need, like, a good feud. Could have thrown him in against Drew, Lashley, Randy Orton, yeah. and Riddle. But instead, like, even oh. if he's – he has feuded with these guys, but he's in a tag team, so you know, like, he's going to win, you know, it wasn't going to be – wasn't going to lead to anything.
2: And that's what sucks, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I hate seeing him just get wasted right
3: now, you know? It is to help get mass over. Um, you did your job, you know? And that's it. He's done his oh. job, man. Time to move on. That's it. That's yep. right.
2: And speaking of moving on – I mean, we the we, I'm not even gonna get into that match. At the end of the day, AJ Styles, Omos, Mason, T-Bar beat Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Mustafa Ali and Mansoor in around about ten minutes and ten seconds. Nothing to write home about, really. It went too long. It drained my life as it did yours, and I'm just glad to move on by, you know, move on from that
3: match. Well, it's sad. There's a lot of guys in that match we care about and we like, but right. they absolutely make us not care at that moment.
2: Well, yeah, they just look, it's like they're in limbo right now, man.
3: It's like uh, they're not going to get a Survivor Series match, half those guys. So let's throw them on a 4 on oh. 4 now.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and that, and, and you know what, man? Fucking, and AJ doesn't deserve that type of shit. You know what I'm
3: saying? But no end up. Him and Amas will probably end up in Survivor Series, but the other guys probably won't.
2: Yeah, you're probably right, Kev, for sure. I mean, AJ definitely will end up on a fucking Survivor Series match, surely. Anyway, yeah. we moved to a sponsor Bobby Lashley video package airing and then he and MVP were interviewed by Kevin Patrick. MVP said Big E is more of an, anno- an, more of an annoyance than a distraction. Big E showed up and reminded Lashley and MVP that he intends to cash in his Money in the Bank contract. He's said it so many times by now.
0: Oh, what do you think of that little
2: segment? Yo, I know what you're going to say. What is it, Kevin?
3: There's people on Twitter after like after this amount of times of him saying it, they kind of right. felt that it was turning into uh, Eric Bischoff saying Mick Foley was going to win the title. They thought it was a little too, uh, a little too shown out there. It was a little put out there too much. Do you agree? With, I disagree. I, I, there, look, there are a lot of people are flipping out on that about that.
2: I'm not flipping out about it, and it really it doesn't bother me. But I do feel he sort of said it a few too many times. We get it by now. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's like they were afraid, like, are, are they going to change the channel? We better remind them. We better remind them every every other segment.
2: Yeah, you're probably right. They probably are thinking that way. Fuck. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, right?
3: Mm-hmm. If I wasn't, like, uh, addicted to wrestling, I probably would have changed the channel if I, if I forgot about that or, you know?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Me too, bro. But we move on to match number seven between your fucking mamacita, Eva Marie versus Dude Drop. Wait, what'd you say?
3: Who? Who? Do drop. Now, before that, who'd you say? It was dude nah. it was Eva Marie. And guess what? Do you know how like girls show up side boob? She didn't have any side boob. She had that sexy outfit on where it was like the inside of her boob showing only. It was pretty hot. She looked fucking sick, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so guess what? I bought that for a dollar. bought it first place. Eleventh dollar of the year. I've said it before queen.
2: and I'll say it again. If she doesn't win this freaking dollar tournament, dude, I the don't know. The only way she won't
3: win is. is if she's not on every show. Because a lot of times she'll like just being a little get backstage segment because she doesn't wrestle all the time. That's the only thing right. that's going to hurt her.
2: And Duchop, in fact, did hurt her because she gets the win in two minutes, dude. What the fuck?
3: Why do they break these two up? Uh, they either got to get Ava with a, to manage somebody else or team up with somebody else, or what's the point?
2: Right. Way too soon. I agree, man. I was kind of getting into this, dude, drop, and yeah. Ava Marie sort of storyline, man. I'm
3: not going to lie.
2: And dude, more even... The but like,
3: with these two-minute matches, you're not seeing that. It's just going <laughs> to turn people against her.
2: Oh, God. And that fucking fat ass of hers, seriously.
3: <laughs> to now. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ! I don't know what's worse, a stink face from her or fucking Rikishi. Who knows?
3: I'll take it from her <laughs> over Rikishi. You can take the Rikishi one. <laughs> no thanks. If <laughs> you don't <all> know, <laughs> i don't have to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man, that should be the new movie and call it the Do Drop. <laughs>
3: That's
2: get it. She'll shit drop on you, bro. She'll teabag you.
3: Why doesn't she do a bonsai drop and call it
2: the Do Drop? <laughs> oh, nice. Gee, that yeah. you fucking Bruce, he was yeah. 60 times dead.
0: Call drop. it the new
2: York Ozuna. do drop, and call <laughs> it the do drop <laughs> instead of the bonzo.
3: That's right. But anyway,
2: now segment is interesting, Kev, because something ran right through my mind as I'm watching this. But we get Karrion Cross delivering a promo in the back, and you know who he reminded me of, dude.
3: I heard Take people saying
2: it online, Sean O'Hare. What? No, I've not seen no one say it. So I no shit. I haven't seen no one say it. So before you tell me, who is it?
3: I don't know. I was gonna guess Sean O'Hare. That's what people were saying.
2: Alright, so did, did they drop any hints who they who he reminded them of? No. Nah. Well, you know who he reminded me of? Who? Sean O'Hare's devil's advocate gimmick, dude. That's what I just said. Oh, I didn't hear you because you kind of broke up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I said it like three times. (laughs) Oh, no shit. I did not hear it not once. And the reason why I didn't say anything is because, funny enough, on the recording, right, it will come up like you weren't breaking up.
3: But right now, I didn't hear you not say it not once. (laughs) I didn't come up with it myself. I saw a couple people on Twitter say it. Well, see, there uh, you go. I believe Kevin Castle, Castle, I believe, said it. I think I saw him say it. Really? Kevin Castle said it. Yeah. It was either him or Don Tony, one of the two. One, like, Damn it. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I kid you not, I never saw them say it on Twitter. I haven't seen anybody say it, but he reminded me because I wanted to stay away from social media because of, of Raw, right? So
0: yeah. I didn't, didn't see
2: care. that. Well, great minds think alike, clearly, because I did feel that way. It felt like Sean O'Hare and he's
3: Devil's Advocate, gimme. Yeah, he's a much better Sean O'Hare, though. Or at least he potentially can be.
2: Let's hope so. But it's definitely fucking a weird throwback
3: to that. So I guess everyone's feeling that way. It's weird. Finally, they're start This is how they should have started off carrying cross for weeks, though.
2: Right. Well, should- I don't therapy. think they even know what the fuck to do with him anyway, still, bro. But let's see. Hopefully, this leads to something cool because if he does play that sort of role and not TikTok twenty four seven, if you get me. i can dig it bro
3: i can dig it if i had to criticize critique this at all uh you could tell that some of the lines were written for him he's just got to practice being a little more fluid with what he's saying a little bit like make it sound like it's what he's saying
4: And does he always have to talk like
3: this (laughs) i i guess (laughs) (laughs) well voice you know he's just gotta he'll get a little smoother at it the more he does it
2: well, I'm digging it, man. Just I just hope they don't fuck him, that's all. And I don't mean that in a literal sense. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> his gimmicks, his gimmick sense. So we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, he did remind me of Sean O'Hare, definitely, bro. It was weird. It wasn't just a suit. It was just the way he was looking at the camera, the way he was kind of talking, and the way he was getting his message out.
3: Now, does he keep the gladiator mask? No.
2: No, please. No, no more gladiator <laughs> mask. No more Bondage shit. No more wannabe demolition. We don't need axe, smash, crush, and cross. You know what I'm even saying? If he had a,
3: maybe he starts a cooler like uh like a mask like Mal- Malachi Black has right now. That might even be cooler for his gimmick. Well, first of all, you
2: know how well you know how I call Malachi Black Malaka Black? Yeah. Well, carry on would be a fucking Malaka, dude. And we don't need that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so please, WB, just keep at it. This is cool. No more bondage. No more demolition fucking weird throwbacks. That's it. <laughs> let's stick to this and let's conjure up Sean O'Hare or some shit. Because yeah, I not- like it, man.
3: Yeah, keep building off of this now. Don't take a step backwards, build off of this. It. Just give it more That's layers. It.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, man. Please, Vince, please.
3: So, and, and do other character work with other characters too. Like we always say, show Nikki Cross, do something, Nikki Ash, do something heroic, more backstage videos, more, more character work. It'll make us care about more, more people.
2: Right. I mean, they've only got three hours to kill, right?
3: Yeah. I know. Instead of like making a match 10 minutes too long or an opening segment eight minutes too long, give another person yeah. a promo. But have it not just them rambling shit. We get a (laughs) character-driven promo.
2: Yeah, character-driven promos, Vince. God damn. (laughs) And just quietly, actually, Kev, I want to say you will love our new machismo thumbnail, bro. I'm telling you. I'm looking at it right now as it's getting made. It is the shit. Nice. I'm telling you, you like it. No, my missus is doing it right now as we speak. And I just okay. took a glance and I'm thinking, damn, that looks good. <laughs> like, that really looks good. You're going to like it, bro, for sure.
3: Nice. Can't wait to see it.
2: Absolutely. As well, well can- I'm using I'm using machismo, man. Hey, <laughs> right. hey yo. Hey, yo. Say, yeah. Yeah.
0: Hello.
2: Say hello, hello to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Reza Ramon. <laughs> Carrying Cross delivers a promo in the back. He introduced himself and said he wasn't telling the viewers anything they didn't already know. He said the viewers deep down don't know who they are. That's true. I don't know who I am yet, Kev. Do you? Yeah, you're a Mark, bro. <laughs> really, bro? Really? Well, I am a Mark, <laughs> so, so are you, you prick. <laughs> anyway, they have an idea of who they would like to be, but no one finds their true nature. Until they are the ones suffering or inflicting the suffering, he told viewers to tell him whether he's whether he enjoys every second of making his opponents suffer. Well, he spoke of hurting everyone until he's the only man left and he gets what he wants. <laughs> he will pulverize everyone like clockwork, and they will all fall and pray. Tick tock, twenty four seven. Kev, I feel it.
3: <laughs> He should have yelled TikTok at the end. He should have yelled out TikTok yeah. after the Fallen Prey. I was waiting for it. Well, Tip-tuck. I did it for him, bro. There you go.
4: <laughs> TikTok.
2: Well, that was a great little thing. Like we've already touched on. Remind me of Shawn here. But we move on to Randy Orton and Riddle. <laughs> they make the entrance for the main event. A SmackDown ad aired and focus on ram Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and Finn Bella without advertising anything for Friday's show. So what was the fucking point of that ad, Vince? I will never know. Anyway, we get it. Yeah, how stupid, right? They pretty much gave us a highlight reel instead of what to look forward to this Friday night on Fox. You don't know what you're putting on. (laughs) That's what you get. Apparently, they don't. Typical, because that goes with the Vince Bruce sort of way of doing shit. You know what I mean? last-second changes, and then even more last-second changes. Heck, who the fuck knows what's going to happen tonight, actually, as a matter of fact, on NXT 2.0. I'm looking forward to tonight, tonight, actually. Look, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, right? I won't lie. I'm kind of intrigued. What I'm more intrigued about,
3: are you available to even do a show, Kev? (laughs) Tonight, I think so. No, I can't. I I can't. I can in uh, the morning tomorrow. You can tomorrow morning. Yeah, I can tomorrow morning. I can't tonight. All oh, uh, right, let's touch. I think we should catch up with some TV shows tonight after uh, after NXT.
2: No problem, man. Well, we should touch on NXT because I think it'll be interesting just to get a a taste of what Vince and Bruce will give us. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, there's a lot of lot of young talent there. Hopefully, they, like uh, Carmella Hayes looks good. Uh, Rock Hudson looks good. There's a lot of young guys that uh, that can be a big deal down there if they book them correctly.
2: Right. Well, apparently we're going to get like a
3: proper developmental now, apparently. Well, they'll probably be like NXT when Big E and Seth Rollins were there, hopefully, you know.
2: That was all right. I used to like FCW, bro.
3: Yeah, and the guy, even Roman Reigns was back then, you know. Like, hopefully it's just yeah. like that. Very yeah, too. But it was awesome.
2: Absolutely. It actually was pretty great. It really was. Well, we move on to match number eight, and your main event for the evening, between Bobby Lashley with MVP versus Randy Orton with Matt Riddle. For the WWE Championship, Rome, Mike Rome delivered in-ring introductions for the title match. Orton set up an early draping DDT. Lashley avoided it and dumped Orton to ringside. Orton then came up selling a leg, a leg injury. Lashley went after Orton, who ended up clotheslining him over the barricade and into the Timeskeeper's area. Orton superplexed Lashley. Orton sold pain and was slow to cover Lashley, so he only got a, a two count. Both men ended up at ringside. Lashley then hoists up Orton onto his shoulders and then ran He's heading to the ring post casting. Back in the ring they go. Lashley performed a shoulder block on Orton in the corner. Lashley then performs a neckbreaker and covered Orton for a two-count. Orton then rallied back with a pair of clotheslines and then hit a third in the corner. Orton stood up on the second rope and threw punches at Lashley while the crowd counter, uh, counted along. Lashley shoved him off and charged, but Orton performed a power stand for a near fall. Orton then performs a draping DDT again. MVP was shown looking concerned at ringside. Orton then taunts MVP and then struck the viper pose. Auden went for the RKO, but Lashley shoved him off and then speared him. Lashley then covers Auden for a two count. Lashley acted shocked and angry. Lashley then goes on to for a hurt lock. Auden elbows his way free and then dropped Lashley with an RKO. MVP pulled Lashley under the bottom rope. The referee and Riddle both yelled at MVP. Auden went to ringside and put MVP down with an RKO. Riddle laid down next to MVP and taunted him. While Auden returned to the ring and was immediately speared by Lashley and pinned for the one-two-three, Lashley retains the WWE Championship over Auden because a bunch of us, because this stupid stone motherfucker named Riddle wasn't paying attention to the match, dude. Let's be real,
3: what the hell? Um, this well, this whole match was a good TV match. Um, of course, Riddle's oh, a stoner. They're gonna they're yeah. gonna have Riddle and, and Auden feud eventually.
2: Um, oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's clearly the case.
3: Long-term, I hope they stay together long enough Where like, uh, it's for a world title. I hope that Riddle does get that title one day. That's the only reason why I was kind of hoping Orton would win it. That way Riddle could feud with him for the title one day. But it was definitely – tonight wasn't about that. Tonight was about what what happens right after this. Absolutely. And and speaking
2: of right after this, and and before I go on to that, I'll agree. It was a good TV match. It was a typical Orton match. You know what I'm saying? Oh, real quick.
3: When I say, like, a match is good for Raw, I don't mean it's a bad match. I don't want matches to be pay-per-view quality on TV. You know, it takes away from the pay-per-views then. So, like, that means it's a good match but, like, uh, just not pay-per-view good, you know, but it was a solid match.
2: Absolutely. And I'm sure our listeners understood what you meant by that. I mean, I did too because, you know what, Kev, our listeners have got a great wrestling IQ, bro. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening.
0: (laughs)
3: Gotcha. Word.
2: That's it, man. Well, after the match, Riddle tried to check on Auden, but Lashley attacked him. Lashley then hoisted Riddle onto his shoulders and ran his head into the ring post. Riddle then picks up Auden and gave him a dominator through the broadcast table. Then, out of nowhere, we get Big E making his entrance and handed the briefcase over to the referee. Ring announcer Mike Graham announced that Big E was cashing in his Money in the Back contract. Then we go to match number nine, Kev, between Bobby, between Bobby Lashley versus Big E for the WWE Championship. Big E slaps Lashley before the bell, which was a motherfucking bitch slap and a half, Kev.
0: Yeah, it was. I love, love that
2: slap. Awesome. That was a slap. Wake the fuck up, bitch. That's what yeah. that was.
3: <laughs> That's how the first split second, you're like, was that a shoot? And you're, but you know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Big E screams, ring the fucking bell. Lashley told the referee
2: then tackled Big E. Lashley was selling a leg injury from the auto match. Lashley speeds Big E for a new fall. Big E came back with a big ending, scores the pin for the one, two, three, and your new WWE World Heavyweight Champion,
3: Big E Langston. What a win, dude. dude. Yep. That's uh, the obviously the biggest win of his career, great feel-good moment. These are the reasons why we still watch wrestling. Twitter blew up. Both companies were congratulating him, too. Seems like everybody loves him. Birdie Lee loved him. Everyone was tweeting like Birdie Lee would have been proud. Like they would have been so happy right now. I just don't see how anyone could be upset about this, even if you're not a biggest Big E fan. I'm a bigger Orton and Riddle fan. But even I was happy for Big E. You know, like, oh, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely.
2: But you know what, dude? I actually see Lashley getting that title back pretty quick. Don't
3: ask why. I just get that impression, man. I don't think an extreme rolls quick, but I don't know if it's gonna no, be a long time. No, no, no. Well the thing with, is though, and we get, Raw got so stale with Lashley as champ. It all depends on same? how it, Yeah, it was so boring for so long because like he beat Drew eighty times. And then and there's nobody else who even had a shot at beating him. You know, and that's the problem. We, yeah, Randy Orton's in a tag team, AJ Styles is in a tag team. So Raw was terrible for so long and then uh this just might be the fresh change of pace they might need to stick with for three months maybe. I, I, I don't think as quickly as you he should lose it, but I think it just it's a fresh coat of paint on Raw that it just the kick in the ass it needed right now.
2: Well, we do have the draft coming up, so maybe that turns into a Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar feud. I'm hoping that does.
0: I'm hoping really too.
2: Do,
3: man. If Brock or- Lesnar loses to Roman Reigns and he feuds with Lashley after that, that still keeps – smackdown fresh over there well that's the thing
2: Uh, is smackdown gonna try and get even more big names over to the blue side
3: i think drew is gonna go over there and maybe lashley will too i'm not sure kevin owens will come to
2: raw yeah he needs to man he's gone stale as shit,
3: bro probably sammy so he has a traveling buddy he'll come over to raw (laughs) oh jesus well
2: man i don't know man but I just feel like SmackDown is such a better show, though, compared to Raw. Still, even though oh. I thoroughly enjoyed this Raw, it still went one hour too long, for Christ's sake. That second oh. hour didn't even need to be there.
3: They'd be better off taking out that second hour and just doing all promo character work for that whole hour.
2: <laughs> well, absolutely. And Well, if it was up to Nick Khan, Kev, there would be a fourth hour for crying out loud. Why don't
3: they just like uh, make it a two-hour show and just – make like a third hour is like two oh five live or or something, you know? Well isn't is two oh five live still a thing on the network?
0: I too who
3: knows Yeah, like put something else on or like a a recap show, like uh <laughs> after the AEW pay per views it's cool how they have like the press conferences, like do something like that. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Man. that's true. It it kind of makes that so much better and cooler. I agree with you, Kev. I actually think uh they should take a, a leaf out of the book of uh, AEW and do sort of like well, a media scrum. But, you know, don't they, they hate talking to the media.
3: Talking Smack made the, the show so much better, too. Make Put a half hour of Talking Smack on the last hour. You know, Remember when The Miz and right. Daniel Bryan were on the air? Yeah. That made like the, the whole show better. They went a little off script, though. I think that's what they got scared about.
0: Oh, it was yeah, more. I agree.
2: Well, you know, speaking of talking smack, you can tune into the Friday night smack talk right here on the PwC network, just quietly. Oh yeah, brother.
4: <laughs>
3: Dig it. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what were you about to say? Sorry. Sorry. What were you saying? You said anyway, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. What were you saying? We forgot one match earlier and I don't blame us. Why? Which match was that? tamina versus uh nikki oh <laughs> With that weird finish where like nikki pinned her but they played uh she kicked out and they played tamina's music like tamina won. so you're like what the fuck just happened <laughs> i'll be honest i was i was zoning out again kev how about you touch you touch us uh, touch on a,
2: a little bit bro for the listeners
3: so nikki and tamina wrestled and it was actually one of tamina's better matches which isn't saying much and then uh, Nikki hits the – does like a roll-up. I forget the – she did like a roll-up, and it was like a three-count, but Tamina kicked out, and then uh, you saw Nikki won, but they played the wrong music. They played Tamina's music. But yeah. the announcer said that Nikki won too, so you're like, what the fuck just happened? I have no idea. Like, Did Nikki really win, or are they just setting it up for the rematch next week, which probably will happen? But it was like a whole clusterfuck of a uh, finish there.
2: Kevin Dunn, it's time for you to retire, mate, you buck tooth. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what, up, what up, doc? <laughs> I just had to say it, bro. I can't stand that Dunn. But fucking, you know what, man? He's usually good
3: at production, but what the fuck happened there? He's, I don't know, man. I think they tried to make it a clusterfuck just so they have a reason for another rematch. Who wants to see a Nikki <laughs> and Tamina match two weeks in a row?
2: Fucking hell, man.
3: Or, say, uh, a championship challenge match or?
2: <laughs> oh, please, Kev, please! For crying out loud, man! I mean, this this company, man. Like for such for so many good things, they do so many bad things. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't understand this company. Do they even take AEW seriously? For crying out loud, not publicly,
3: at least. Well, definitely uh, no, not I don't publicly. think they do. I don't. No, I don't think they think it's competition. They wouldn't let Bray Wyatt go, Braun Strowman go. Well, who's going to pick up Braun Strowman, man? I'm thinking uh, Impact is the rumor right now. Oh, but I think uh, I think uh, Brawl did get embarrassed that they lost the key demographic rating to Dynamite, which they'll never admit. I think that's why they uh, hot shotted Big E for the world title, despite what my sources say. I think that's why they did it. <laughs> there.
2: And who are those sources, uh, Kev? Is it, can, can, I, can I sort of name him? Does Is his name the Peck God? No. Huh?
3: No, actually wasn't no? this time. No, no it wasn't. It was Really? Yeah. I'm actually surprised. The Peck God is uh, – he did win a dollar on SmackDown, by the way, the Peck God. <laughs> and <laughs> shout out to the
2: Peck God, man. When are you going to fucking appear on our show, dude? Come on, man. Don't be shy. I don't know if we want any New Yorkers, though. Oh, well, he lives in Jersey right now, man, so he gets a pass. He gets a pass, bro. (laughs) Even though he is a New Yorker technically, but he's in Jersey now. Yeah, (laughs) Jersey. Yeah, Jersey, buddy. Shout out to all our Jersey (laughs) listeners. That was a good one, Kev. I like that, man. But yeah, fucking, any, is anything
0: else?
3: Uh, I... Any final thoughts? final thoughts on the show for you? Anything well, you like I was saying forward? earlier,
2: bro. Like I was saying earlier, man. Hour number one was pretty good. Hour number two, not so much, except for the um, yeah, the what do you call it? The Jeff Hardy match, and uh, I keep wanting to say punishment Martinez, but uh, I'm talking about Damien Priest. That was in hour number two, I believe, right?
3: Might have been at the top or the end of the first one. I didn't mean I didn't write down the hours, but it, it seemed like it'd be in the middle. Beginning. Well, of the other middle.
2: than that match in hour number two, everything else just was blah. And then hour yeah. number three, you know, had all the fucking intrigue. You know what I'm saying? Except it was still a bit of a wasted hour, though. You know, they were trying to hot shot all the way to the title match and the Money in the Bank fucking cash in. And because of that, it was a special Raw. The crowd. Look, I saw a lot of people online claiming that um, the fans didn't pop.
3: They popped. They were cheering for Big too. They were yelling they his name. They definitely popped, bro. Yeah.
2: They definitely popped, man. I don't know what the fuck people are I on about. I think just you. spoiled
3: from hearing that CM Punk pop. You know, not, that's rare.
2: <laughs> oh, well, no. It wasn't a CM Punk pop. Definitely nor not. Daniel
3: Bryan or the Adam Cole pop, but it, it, was, a, and, it was a good time. And nor was I expecting it to be
2: anything like that. And I wasn't even trying to compare it to that. But it was a fucking decent pop, though.
3: Yeah, it was. And even before he got the belt, they were cheering his name pretty loudly.
2: They absolutely, man. Because I just didn't understand either people are deaf or they just didn't turn the volume up.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I just think they just we got spoiled. We just heard like four big pops in like a matter of two to three weeks. You know, the CM that, pop, like all the – because they're returns. It's, they're totally different kind of pops.
2: Right, absolutely. And speaking of pops, do you think – the Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Bryan Danielson pop
3: at All Out was bigger than CM Punk's pop. No. Yeah, I mean, agree. No, it was a huge pop, but uh, CM Punk's, was, Punk's was, was
2: bigger. How cool is Daniel Bryan's theme, by the way? I like it, dude. Even though I'm yeah. sort of pissed that, that the Final Countdown's not his song, I'm cool
3: with this, though. Yeah, it's a cool remix. It's cool. It fits his character. And uh, back to Raw, though I'm curious to see if the uh, ratings gonna be uh, better or not because the NFL had one of the best games like on Monday Night Football for a long time. No, I, I dare tweet, say I we get four. a one point three or four. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as big as they want because that game was an incredible game. I didn't watch yeah. it because I watched Raw, but I was just seeing people on on Facebook and Twitter, like they, and I was watching the uh, the scores, and it was a it was a shootout. It sounded like an awesome game. So what was hurt. the game? Uh Raiders and the Ravens. Or, uh, yeah. Who? The Oakland or excuse me, yeah, Las Vegas and uh Baltimore.
2: Damn, Las Vegas Raiders. Like seriously.
3: And it went to uh overtime too. And then uh like apparently the Ravens could have won in, in the regular season or excuse me in the the regular time. They had like two chances to win and they choked.
2: Oh shit.
3: Yeah, I didn't watch, so I just went by what people were tweeting. So it sounded like it was getting a lot of buzz. People were saying it was the best Monday Night Football game in a long time. Yeah. It's just, it's so
2: do you regret watching Raw then, Kev?
3: Um, the rating will probably be, yeah, 1.4, if I had to guess.
2: Yeah. But I think okay. they towards
3: 1.4. I think they wanted like a 1.6 to 1.8 with all that. Definitely, 1.8. Uh,
2: That's what they wanted. They wanted a 1.8, dude, 100%. And they've... I don't know if they're fucking. Uh, what's the word? Like, if the ego is big enough t- to expect a one eight, but there's no chance. If the game was nah. as good as you said it was, no fucking way.
3: And the uh, eighteen to forty nine will be lower too because of the football game. The only people that would watch raw over football are like the die hard older people. And yeah, for shit. sure. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm glad to report that the, the 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 demographic for five to ten year olds would be through the roof for WWE Raw. <laughs>
3: yep. For five to ten-year-olds and virgins to buy on shop.com Lily and Charlie dolls and John Cena shirts and hats.
0: Oh,
3: Why are we such
2: freaks bro? We're professional <laughs> wrestling fans, right? But fuck Because it's my pussy. cheese, mode. I love
0: the
3: too. Yeah, motherfuckers. We get pussy, all right? I was trying – I was looking online for like a Randy Orton shirt, but I'm not wearing a shirt with a dude's face on it. I'm like, this just one of
0: the like dark, K-O. <laughs>
3: yeah we like yeah. women we like <laughs> sex
2: yeah we don't like neck beards even though we, we got like beards. Fast
0: cars and we hate <laughs> neck beards. <laughs>
2: oh man hey if, hey the, hey if if any of this is check out check out kevin panetta i'm telling you he's one sexy motherfucker you <laughs> know what i'm saying i'm just saying yeah <laughs> i'm sure the cheeks all fucking bow to
3: to your knees kev i don't know jimmy you got the you got the man bun you got the beard the ladies love you too bro <laughs> well i have been. you got the roman reigns look you got the you got the acknowledge me look you know <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Jimmy t walkie hey, him man himself. acknowledge me <laughs> i had it before him all right roman or
2: joe <laughs> all right well whatever you want me to call you motherfucker nah <laughs> hey man <laughs> i've been tied down and acknowledged now for nearly 20 years bro
3: <laughs> nice yeah, Rack him, stack him, pin Or not. Sorry? Rack him, stack him, and pin him. <laughs> em, em and pin Is that his other phrase? <laughs>
0: oh,
3: well, he doesn't like missionary, remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Because <laughs> he's a man like us machismo. We don't like missionary. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> for- <laughs> Unless it's with more than one at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
2: We like the new Blade Runners. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> Warrior and Sting. You know what I mean? Because that's all that's fucking Matisse right. mate, right there. Nah. Because <laughs> we can't bro. wrestle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the dingo warriors. <laughs> yeah, I'm the dingo warrior, though, bro. <laughs> I'm a stinger. Because, oh, you
4: can be woo, and I can be the dingo warrior coming from the heavens above. <laughs> and and out of the spaceships.
2: If <laughs> they see it's see us right
3: the- now, our face is really painted right now for this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> for real. That's That's true, man. I've got, like, the warrior look, and he's got the Sting look. But he's got the Sting of the 80s, a surfer look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but (laughs) it's
3: painted like dollars, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ching, ching. (laughs) Well, you know how it was with them two, bro. It was all about the Benjamins, bro. They didn't give a fuck about wrestling. But Sting eventually grew to love it. Yeah, that's true. I'll give him that.
0: I'll give that to Steve.
2: Good old Jim Hellwig, you know. He was just too much of a prick, you know. But, hey – I was a little warrior growing up, dude.
3: I'm not going to lie. He was right up there. as one of my favorites, bro. How could you not like him when you were a kid? You know, I liked him too for a minute. I I wanted him to be. Yeah.
0: Come on,
2: dude. For a minute. Mate, I I dare say he'd be in Mount Rushmore right now, bro.
3: I said it. There you go. If he, like, lasted forever? Instead of, like, a
2: three-year period? Yeah, but that that three-year period. People that say he didn't draw a fucking drunk, bro. He Drew. He fucking drew. Come on, man. He drew. Sure, he didn't hold the belt for fucking or how many times champion was he? Just once, I think, or twice? I think once. Just once. once.
3: Yeah, yeah uh, just one once. time in a continental, one time world. Right,
2: that, which is quite shocking, actually, when you think about it, dude. Definitely, definitely. But see, he didn't need the belt, man. I mean, think about this. Remember WrestleMania 7, Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man. You know, the loser yep. retires, basically. Dude, that is one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. I do not care what anybody Macho, says.
3: It was Macho King at the point, right?
2: Oh yes, it was Macho King, but he became well, Macho, Macho Man by the end of the night.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he, he just He's didn't serious. like uh Hogan was upset that uh he lost the title to him. So then he would like say that he didn't draw like I did. So like oh. Hogan always all set up and that's why it sticks more that people say Warrior didn't draw at all. Because he didn't draw oh, quite like uh, Hogan did. Which, who was gone? Who, yeah, was gone? who was gone Charles Hogan Nobody.
2: Nobody. And I was a Hulkamaniac growing up, bro. I
4: used to take my vitamins, brother.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I everyone liked Hulk. liked Hulk. Then they liked Warrior uh, at our age group. And then uh, after that, we started changing a little bit. Like Macho Man. Then later on, I liked Tatanka. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shout out to Tatanka, who I'm friends with on Facebook, Chris Chavez. Oh, that's awesome. That was a big Chris yeah. Chavez mark. I even like crush when he was Kona Crush. And then uh... Did I tell you
2: did I tell you my my crush story, bro? Yeah, how he crushed my heart. No, nah, what'd he do? You do? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't really him. It was more Brian Clark, formerly known as Adam Bomb. If you hear me, where are you now, you fool? But anyway, this is when they were chronic back in WCW, right? Yeah. And uh, I went to a Nitro, fucking and a Thunder back in two thousand, yes, two thousand that year, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I was pretty bad, but I was excited, bro. I was turning eighteen. In fact, the show was on my birthday, as a matter of fact. But anyway, so I was all the all the WCW like uh, staff and wrestlers were all like staying at at a casino down here in my neck of the woods called Crown Casino, right? Uh huh. And you know they were all over the place. They were like you know drinking at the bars, at casinos, and whatnot. And I see Chronic man, and you know it's funny, bro. They were still dressed in their Chronic fucking clothes, bro. You know what I mean? The black jeans, the fucking the the black fucking um, shirts, the tight shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like they exactly. Came right like from
3: the, uh, the arena. Sorry. They probably came right from the arena. Probably didn't like go home or anything. Home I don't right know, this- man. I
2: hope these. Well, I hope they shower, bro, because seriously, that is just fucked up. (laughs) But anyway, so I see him fucking sitting there having a beer, right, just at the bar, but they're just sitting down just to themselves. So I decided to walk up to him and, you know, ask him for an autograph. And Brian Adams, as in Crush, was about to take my paper and pen and sign, right? But then Adam Bomb, Brian Clark, stops Brian Adams And says, no, we don't want to sign it. You know what I mean? He starts fucking – starts doing a promo on me, bro. He basically tells me to get the fuck away from here, right, and leave them alone, right, because they just want to have some quiet beers. I'm like, really? I'm like, you motherfuckers. No worries. So I take my paper back. I take my pen back. I was with one of my close friends, right? She's a chick. She's hot, right? Uh (laughs) So I I tell her, I go, listen, her name's Beck. I go, Beck, do me a favor and fucking – Walk up to those two guys and ask them for their autograph. I'm going to see if they give it to you, right? So she does. Yeah. <laughs> and what do they fucking do? They fucking sign it for her, bro. So
0: yeah. she walks.
2: I'll walk straight back up to her, right? I grab the piece of paper and pen. I'm like, thanks, motherfuckers, for your autograph. Peace. Walked <laughs> off. I dropped the mic. It was a mic drop, bro. That's you awesome, what I mean? bro. And they just, yeah. And they just looked at me full-blown, like, puzzled, bro. They were just like. Motherfucker, you know what I mean. I'm like, now nah, fuck you, motherfuckers. So
3: you have a win over a former uh, WCW tag team champion. That's pretty good. You've pretty good record at least promo wise. Right,
2: lost. that
3: makes me fucking
2: the WCW champion right there, bro. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should
3: have a, a full victory over over one. In yeah, in well, it, that felt good in two thousand,
2: bro. In two thousand, to say it, it felt good is an understatement, bro. That felt great because I felt like I got one over him. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, you got to put that on your resume.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I should. Oh, well, that's funny because I updated our bio. Maybe I should add that to my fucking bio. Do it.
3: Did oh, I ever will. tell you about the time I met The Rock? No. Oh, is that an it. autograph? It was at an autograph signing at the uh, Oxford Valley Mall in Pennsylvania.
0: Right. And then, uh, so I
3: knew it was going to be there. So I got like shirts made up because, you know, that was when he was doing all these catchphrases and shit.
0: Yeah, so I got yeah, a shirt. Yeah.
3: I got a shirt. That I, I made up the phrase myself. I wanted him to steal it. it he uh, said, yeah. I, got a, "I got a calzone for you." <laughs> oh no, so you didn't. It, yeah, so I thought it'd be something yeah. like he would kind of say, like, "If you smell," and you know what? I got a calzone for you. Like, you know, like, I thought there'd be something corny <laughs> he'd say. What the fuck so were then, uh, you thinking, Kev? <laughs> well, when I met him, then like uh, he shook my hand, and I wouldn't right. let go. And I'm like, I like made the eyebrow on oh, him. Like, You're marking my shirt. out, dude. Yeah, oh, no. I wouldn't let go. I oh, went, like, no. out, like, gave him the an eyebrow and I like pointed on my shirt, and he just like oh. shook his head. Up. He's like, he's like, laughed and shook his head. It's pretty funny. Oh, oh shit. I was hoping he'd steal it, but he wouldn't like, lick up. That's he's like, What's fucking... fucking guy in his head?
0: <laughs> oh.
3: oh,
2: shit, give. Kev, come on, man. I
0: <laughs> was in like
3: 97, though. I was like a kid, you know. <laughs> oh,
2: sure, sure. It's all good, bro. It's all good. <laughs> I told you my story about Booker T, right? Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. That's it. Oh, real quick, my friend, uh, when he was like seven years old, he went to an ECW show, oh, and awesome. uh, he he saw balls Mahoney in the crowd, he, and he's like, oh, shit. Hey, little kid, what's your name? And he's like, My name's Jake. And he's like, I got a friend named Jake, he does a lot of cocaine. He said it to a little seven year old
2: R.I.P. the Bulls, man. Yeah, I mean, that song, man. When you used to hear that, dum, 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 and everyone got balls,
3: balls. Yeah, <laughs> we're all wondering a- 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 talking a- about Jake the snake, and we didn't know it or not. <laughs> <He's->
2: <laughs> oh, man. Jake the Snake was one the first time I ever went to a professional a professional wrestling event was back in nineteen ninety two. And the main event was fucking Jake the Snake against Jim the Anvil Nighty Heart. Yes, that was the main event back then. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, I was so excited. I mean, to say I was excited was an understatement, but now
3: fuck, I've been to how many professional Much- wrestling events. My little brother's favorite wrestler was—he uh, wasn't a Hulkamaniac or anything. He liked Jake the Snake.
0: Oh, really? Favorite. Yeah. That's
2: cool, man. How old is he? Is he a lot younger than you? Or?
3: He's six years younger than me. See, so he was, Oh shit. A, That's a fair bit. That's a fair bit, bro. I mean, you—you'd remember when he was born. Yeah, and then my other brother's three years younger than me. He liked uh, Randy Savage.
2: Oh he man, wasn't, I mean, he Oh, I was such a little Hulkamaniac, bro. You don't understand, man. I used to
4: take my vitamins, say my
3: prayers. <laughs> my brothers don't watch wrestling anymore. They only watch it because of me. So I guess that's why they weren't, like, tainted by, like, the popular guy, you know?
2: Well, I don't blame them, to be honest, bro. But, you know, we're that special kind of fan, Kev, where we just can't let go of it, man, no matter how long. And, and I've been a lifelong fan too, bro. I mean, forever. Since I was three years old, I'm 38 now. And – you know, I, I hold on to the day that we get great fucking wrestling again, bro. I just – I'm just holding out okay. just like you are, I
3: guess. You know what I mean? I want those old days again, bro. I always say it: if you don't watch Raw and you just watch the pay-per-views, it's still good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, and it's and it's true, man. I mean, you know, I watch Raw basically because I have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, otherwise, it's a tough watch, bro. I'm not going to lie. SmackDown is great to watch.
3: Raw, eesh. SmackDown is a great watch too, but if you don't watch it and just watch the pay-per-views, the pay-per-views are even better because it's less predictable, you know?
2: Yeah, true. And really, the pay-per-views have been better than Raw and SmackDown's now for quite a while. At one stage,
3: it used to be the other way around. We just got too spoiled during the Attitude Era when they had pay-per-view quality shit on, like, all the time. And, like, uh, there was corny stuff in in the Attitude Era too, but there was, like, 80% 80% good stuff, so you didn't mind the corny stuff. Like like the Mark Henry hand thing. You're like, that's ah, for the kids. Uh,
0: but right, now when everything's
3: right. for the kids, it pisses you off. It's like 80% for the kids. Then we have like Roman Reigns is for us right now,
0: which is kind well, of
3: pisses us off so much. Right. Well, she
2: kev. you know, back when you're 18, 19, 20, it was more tolerable. But when you're fucking in your late 30s or early 40s, I mean, it's tough, bro.
3: Well, they used to, like, um, they, they they needed to turn Cena heel at one point because, like, their fan base oh, was yeah, growing up. Sure.
2: Oh, big time. But they didn't. They wanted to be stubborn nah. motherfuckers and fucking ride it out. You know what I mean?
3: Yep. <laughs> that, that hurt the wrestling business a lot because it was the same thing. Like, when Hogan went to WCW, that helped. You got to change oh, it up. Did it ever. <laughs> it might have not helped
2: at first because even me, bro, as – Big of a Hulkamaniac as I was back then, when he jumped over to WCW back in '93, I believe it was, yeah, or '94, '93, '94, one of those years. Anyway, I hated WCW so bad.
3: Me
0: too. Even and that,
2: I, yeah. Even that, that didn't,
3: didn't make damage side
2: of it. We were kids, you know. Right, right, exactly, exactly. But come '96, when the NWO was formed. I got right into WCW, man. I started watching Nitro. I used to hate Nitro when it first started, bro. I really did. Like, back 95, yuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, yeah, but what? once
2: 96 ticked around, I was right into it, bro.
3: That's because they got my favorite wrestler, Razor Ramon. You know, he became my favorite after, like, the 90s era. Me and too, bro. Got there, I'm like, I guess that's kind of obvious. We're the Monday Night Machismo, how we're big fans oh, of Razor Ramon. It- Right, yeah. and and I'm not gonna lie. Even Hall and Nash,
2: aka okay, Diesel and Reza Ramon, right? They were two of my favorites. I can't deny it, bro. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like some people don't want to even admit it, Kev. They just want to say, the fuck, you know, he's only got three moves." Don't act like you were never a fucking Diesel fan, motherfuckers.
3: Yeah, I hate the quad <laughs> you know, jokes too. Like Kevin Nash is oh, legit, like strong guys, smart wrestling mind. Absolutely, you know, and a smart-minded general, bro. He had a lot of years where he wasn't hurt, too. He had some he had good feuds with The Undertaker and Sid and stuff, too. Well, oh, He, he should have been good in WCW. Vinny Vegas is a cool gimmick, honestly. It's the same character. They just didn't know how to book him. They were dumb, Yeah, too.
2: Like I said, during that time, I was anti-WCW. I'd watch it sometimes because it was wrestling, but I was so pro-WWF at that time. You know, because, look, whether we like to admit it or not, WWF is kind of like the home sort of team, right? But in saying that, I'm a professional wrestling fan, not a WWE fan, not an AEW fan. I'm a pro wrestling fan. I like wrestling. When it's good, I'll watch it no matter
3: what. Yep, and I want every company to be good too. I want Impact to be good. I want AEW to be good. I want Raw, SmackDown, and NXT to be good. I want New Japan to be a little more, like not all matches. A little more of the, the entertainment side too, which I want everything to be as good as it can possibly be.
2: Absolutely, well, one hundred percent. And I'm a big fan of New Japan, as you know. But but even that right now has been a little stale for my liking. But it is what it is. I mean, that's that's professional wrestling in 2021. But AEW yeah. is really the most solid fucking promotion right now. I'd have to say. And they're right
0: not now. perfect.
3: Even uh. Even like Smackdown might be the better show, but AEW has that feel of anything can happen and uh it's more like can't miss.
2: Well, absolutely. It does. It's a throwback to the Nitro in many ways, you know what I mean? And and that's the thing, man. I don't know how long they can keep up with that. You know, because that's the thing, bro. We're going to expect surprises to the point where where Dynamite is not as good one week. It feels like it's a shit show sometimes, you know what I mean? Because yeah expect more and that's on tk
3: and his booking committee for that shit bro well i think soon it's going to be uh very interesting people are going to be leaving AEW; they're going to jump ship to wwe soon too some of the young guys that aren't getting pushed i, th- I think there's going to be a more like fresh talent going to be in both companies any big guy that gets released is going to go over there they're going to have a huge pop we're going to get like a. am uh, not saying he's going to go there but a guy like a sammy graver will come here and like be able to show off and like work his way up. It's it's going to be interesting.
2: I don't know if Sammy would make that jump, bro. Right now, I just met okay. a
3: guy like his level, not him per se, okay. but a guy, right. guy level that's stay. not getting the TV time that they want. Like a Ricky Stark, somebody that's like not not like the main event over there
0: that I they feel want. To you, bro, up
2: over here. I feel you. I get you.
3: Well, okay. Is anything else we need to uh, touch on before we go? Nah, it's getting uh, it's getting a little late. I gotta get some uh, gym time in, get get my mood oh. on, get my thing on. You gotta get more sexy for
2: sexy Tom Panetta, yeah. baby. That's right. Well, <laughs> well, before we go, Kev, get your shit in, bro. Tell our listeners where they can find you, bro. I'm
3: on all social media. Feel free to follow me at Panetta Sexy Time. Um, if you if I don't follow you back, just say hey, I found you from the Monday Night Machismo and I'll follow you back. I'm on. On Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat,
2: Instagram, whatever you guys want to follow me on. I'm at Time. Awesome. And what up, prof? You joined us a little too late, bro. <laughs> We're about to end the show. But in saying that, please like and subscribe at the PwCnetwork.podbing.com. Also, please like and subscribe at hittingthemarks.com, where you also find all our shows over over there. Um, please tune in to hitting the marks every Saturdays with Jago and myself over at hittingthemarks.com and you will find the PWC skirmish now on the PW Hustle that's right I said the PW Hustle can you believe that Kev we're also on the Hustle bro
3: I'm a hustle baby yeah it's awesome bro. oh, oh, oh my ears just shattered
2: it
0: ain't where I've been where I'm about <laughs> to go I
3: just want to love you show you who I am with all this cash forget you, man just give it to me Give me that funk, that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that deserves a round of applause, Kev. Well,
2: in saying that, he's Kevin Panetta. I'm Jimmy T. And you've been listening to the Monday Night Machismo right here on the Hitting the Mucks podcast network and the PwC network. Peace.
0: Peace. PM Podcast Network.